Welcome to the Zondra TV Audio Nation, where we bring you the most interesting topics and conversations from the Zondra TV Network family of shows. And now, let's join the conversation. And today I have somebody internationally here to talk with me uh, virtually. It is Linda Conyer, who really is an expert in the field of transgenerational uh, trauma. And she's going to be sharing with us today all about that. Linda, thank you so much and welcome to the show. Thank you, Zondra. I'm really happy to be here with you. Thank you so much. Listen, Linda, I would love for you to tell folks um, really a little bit about your history and background, who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Okay, so I guess for me it's around um, trauma has become my passion and my drive, and that's happened through um, an understanding and a realisation of my own trauma and the recovery that I went through uh, in that process. And I guess for me, really the the learning is that by doing the work that there's so much more potential and opportunity and I can see that in um, the areas for leaders to be able to really grow their skill set by introducing these elements of emotional intelligence and systemic intelligence. Emotional intelligence I love it and systemic now tell me what, what the difference is emotional versus systemic give me an example of that. Okay, so we're a little bit, I imagine that we're much more used to the term emotional intelligence. So it is around, you know, being connected to our emotions. They're part of being human being. So not denying them and like pretending like we leave our stuff at the door, because I think that's pretty impossible as as human beings to leave our stuff at the door when we go into our workplace. So it's about accepting the people as whole beings, and that includes their emotional um uh, part of themselves and then as far as systemic intelligence that's more around your generations the, the, the systems of your ancestors and like we it doesn't start with us we we're the result of thousands who've gone before us and western people tend not to have that connection with their ancestors like more native kind of people where they have that as part of their their um, their beingness is their ancestors. So um, it's really starting to embrace the fact that it doesn't start with us, that we are the result of thousands that have gone before us and really connecting into that. And for me, that's where pioneering leadership actually starts, where leaders can like lean into uh, the the challenges and the uncertainty of the future and they open themselves up to learning and um, potential of uh, developing these skill sets for themselves. I love this because basically you're saying, you know, some of this is generational and uh, being open to, you know, generationally, like the things that have occurred or the people, your family, the you know, your heritage, really, it really is yeah. speaking to your heritage. So I, so tell me, like, if, if you're in touch or you get in touch, like, what, what happens? Do you have this aha moment? Like, oh, my goodness, this is why I feel this way or I, I respond this way. Tell, give me an example of someone that has that one moment of, you know, I, I, awakeness. I, I, I know now. What is that like? Yeah, so 
It shows up in different ways, but like you're saying, the understanding that comes is makes such a difference. So what, rather than us thinking that we have some kind of deficit, it's like we can understand oh, how could it be anything different than what it is. So it might be um, oh, just one lady comes to mind. Um, she was she said to me in the beginning of the constellation that she was she'd already done a whole lot of work around her mother. I said, yep, that's fine. And the work around her mother did come up and she deeply um, resolved something that she thought already was resolved. So this work kind of brings out um, what's not seen and makes it seen. So it's it's quite intriguing. It's one of those things that's not quite tangible. You have to actually experience it to really get it. So it's a little difficult to explain, but it's, nah, it's you not know, tangible. I I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel this transformation thing, right? That yeah. part of actually, and I'm going to use this word because I don't know any other word, inner healing, is to really kind of know a little bit about your background and what may be causing you to have hiccups or, you know, that are keeping you from jumpstarting into something that you really want to do. And sometimes that's back in your family tree or your heritage. And that's what I I think I hear you saying, which is pretty uh, amazing. Now, I'm just a common old person on the street in Australia. How do I know that I need you? What, what would be happening in my life that I would know I need you? Well, it could be like you might feel like you've got everything that you could possibly need or want, yet there's no sense of happiness or satisfaction. There's still like this feeling of something missing and you can explore anything with this systemic work, anything at all. At one stage I uh, was doing a constellation with this uh, lovely uh, woman from uh, America and she does a native constellations and or nature constellations and her name's Francesca Mason Boring. And um, I wanted to decide whether I have native bees on our property or honeybees. And this whole um, exploration into that showed me that I actually didn't honour the land that everything was on. So I had been missing that. I love my flower garden, I love my veggie garden, and I love the bees and all the rest of it, but I actually wasn't honouring the land that it all stood on. Without that land, then none of that could exist. So it was. It just highlighted something that was really out of my awareness, um, and I know that's a very simplistic thing. But this is this goes across the board with anything in our lives. So if we have any challenge, or um, and I use it all the time for myself. If I've got any sort of challenge, I just set this up and I explore it through this uh, systemic work. I love it. Okay, even the land. So that that's good because I think that that really, uh, uh, you know, it, it kind of like just fell in my spirit. Like, you know, really not appreciating all that it takes. Right? It it it's mm. a full it's a full system. We oftentimes, yes. you know, take for granted that the land is there. Right? We just yes. look at the beauty that's on the land. But if it wasn't for the land, which mm. is part of that beautiful, you know, landscape. I, mm -hmm. we, 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 we do that. And I think we do that in other ways though. I think in our own mm -hmm. lives, um, we literally, you know, we take things for granted, like, Oh, that's just the way it is. Right. I just, you know, walk around this way. I, I think <laughs> I look at, you know, there's this big movement of, of women over 50, right. I'm, I'm over mm -hmm. 50 so I can talk about it. Right. <laughs> you know, not feeling worthy or not good enough or not, you know, um, uh, lacking depth um, at over 50, but they're not looking at the whole picture. 
Like, how did you get there? And the history and all of the things that brought you there creates this gravitas and this richness in you that wouldn't be found in a 20-year-old. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And in businesses, there's a lineage. And we don't even consider that. So we might have uh, an unsuccessful business and then we have a successful business and all kinds of things can happen in our business lineage. But unless we're connected with that, it's like we don't bring that uh, with us. It can be a stop in our success in our business. So that's also really fascinating, looking at that we actually have a, a lineage for our business. Ooh, that's wonderful because, you know, we we talk about generational wealth a lot. Like in the U.S., we talk about generational wealth, generational wealth. And so that lineage piece, I really want to dive into that because um, the lineage piece has a lot to do with whether or not we fail, move forward. And I think sometimes we really don't pay attention to it. And that, that's a mindset change that has to take place. So, uh Linda, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about lineage. We'll be right back. Did you know that most skincare products today have low quality ingredients that can end up doing more harm than good? Sofiel's pure, natural ingredients hydrate, exfoliate, and nourish your skin. Most people see results in one application. Our patented skincare formula contains only the highest quality, natural, plant-based ingredients so pure you can eat them. Your skin deserves the best. Go to shopsofiel.com and use code SOUL20 to save 20%. Get started today. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com. Welcome back to Real Biz Talk. We've been talking to my very good friend, uh, Linda Conyard from Australia. And we've been talking about, you know, your lineage and generationally, what could be standing in your way from you actually excelling and soaring even in your business. Linda, thank you and welcome back. And I want to talk about lineage because we were talking about that before we uh, took a short break. Tell me more about how there could be items or things or, you know, stumbling blocks in our lineage. Let, tell me more about that. Sure. And I just want to take you to like a bigger picture uh, so that maybe the, the concept of this can be a little bit more um, real life in real time. So for me, I believe that our all of our um, current societal issues are the direct result of unresolved transgenerational collective trauma. And if we look at what's happening in the world today, it really is like a repeat of past traumas. And if I just take Australia, for example, so when this country was taken over by white people, it's like all of that trauma that occurred for the uh, First Nations people and as well the white people, um, that hasn't been resolved. And through the generations, it keeps repeating. So for me, it's like um, I've started this independent research project called Healing Humanity Through Truth. And it's looking at what it will take to have unity between white Australians and our First Nations people. So it looks at directly the white lineage particularly because we haven't actually looked and there's this thing called whiteness that um, 
it seems it's not a it's not an ancestor and it's also not a race, but it seems to be something that every other culture race is compared to. And it's like there's a real um, you know inequality in having this this standard. In my view, this is all my opinion and all my exploration, right? But I see it as you know, if I if we take, for example, domestic family violence and the state of the justice system, there's a lot of upheaval in the justice system and disagreement and dissatisfaction with the justice system here in Australia. And if we take it back to what happened initially in this country, like families ripped apart, uh, people were moved from country out of their country, and that's something that the Indigenous, in my awareness, never did. So it was misplacing people, breaking families apart, and putting people into uh, places that they didn't fit. And if we look at what's happening in our current uh, society, as far as, say, domestic family violence, what's happening? Families are being split. People are being put where they're not meant to be. It's like this whole dysfunction, you know, same same sort of story but different moving, different actors. So that's the repeat uh, generation after generation that I see, and that's what I'm exploring at the moment. And things like ill-gotten gain, um, shame, guilt, all of these kind of things need to be addressed um, in the white arena uh, before I think we earn a seat at the table with our First Nations people. Um, unless we do our work, then there's not going to be any real change and there's a risk of repeating the pattern. Okay, so now you're focusing on trauma. So here I am again. Here I'm back again going, okay, so how can you help me if I recognize that I've got some past trauma uh, and, and I need help? How can you help me? Well, the thing to that I think people need to recognise first is what Peter Levine talks about, that, you know, part of living this life is having trauma and experiencing trauma. It depends on what your support system is like and what your environment is like, how you process it or don't process it. So for me, it's like it's not, a, it's not an if, it's like just where do I experience trauma and how do I hold it in my body? Well... How do you know, though? But what I'm trying to get to, Linda, okay, I, I had, you know, this trauma, right? And and how do I know I'm processing it right or uh, I'm not processing? I'm holding it the wrong way. I'm thinking about it the wrong way. I mean, do, do you have like a complimentary call that would help me anything? Tell me how to uh, to figure out I need your help. Yeah, sure. And I think most people um, experience their unresolved trauma as symptoms. So it might be sleep issues, it might be panic, anxiety, okay. depression, all of the things that we um, would probably go to our doctor for. Um, and some of the things like the shaking and trembling uh, is pathologized in our uh, Western medicine. And that's usually um, a way, that is a way that our body naturally relieves the charge that's trapped in the body from that trauma response. And you'll know, like you might be triggered into something in an environment and you'll have feel this charge and this rise and this feeling in your body that doesn't quite make sense, but you, it's just, it becomes familiar. Like we have this way of operating that, um, even if it's dysfunctional, we know how to be in it. So the healing path is how do we be out of that and do something that serves us better? But yes, definitely I have um, an opportunity for people to connect with me and ask questions and explore it. Absolutely. How can we get a hold of you? <laughs> so you can hop onto my website, uh, www.lindaconya.com, or you can jump into LinkedIn. Uh, it's lindaconya-humanity-truth. Either of those ways are great ways to connect with me. I love it. It's and it is heal heal humanity through truth, right? 
Yes. That's really awesome. Because when you really just think of that, Linda, that <laughs> I, I like your I like your tagline and what you know that you have because what you're doing is healing humanity, you know, past hurts, pains, trauma. Not only that, but you know, when you were talking about generationally, right? That there's some mm -hmm. generational things that occur. I, you know, I think about uh, um, a mindset of scarcity, right? Or lack, mm -hmm. you know, there are, there are people that generationally they've been taught and, and it's, it's ingrained in them with, it, you know, to believe that there's, you know, lack and, and so you walk around with that scarcity mentality and really that has to get uprooted before you could soar and, and be more than that. So that's right. Um, and it usually sits in the subconscious field. So bringing it into the conscious field where it can be seen, because once it's seen, it can't be not seen. So this is the idea of this work to just bring it into your consciousness so that you can actually address it and you can actually do something about it. I love it that you say once it's seen, ain't nothing you can do about it. Like you can't hide it no more. That's it. <laughs> so That's once, it. once it's seen, you can't, there is no hide and go seek anymore. That's no. it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if y'all, you know, if you get seen, you can't hide no more. I love that though. Um, the work that you're doing. Um, let me ask you another key thing. Um, do you primarily work with companies or do you work with individuals? What does your ideal client look like? Yeah, I'm moving out of the individual work because I really want to get the work out there in, at a, in a bigger way and I want to be able to reach more people. Um, but it definitely I, I love to work with leaders and decision makers who are like pioneering leaders and pioneering leaders are those who are really ready to lean into the challenges and the um, uncertainty of the future. And they're open to learning and, and building up their skill box. They want to actually, like they're really um, keen to open up and learn. They're not stuck in any, like I know this. Uh, it's much more, um, uh, there's much more potential and opportunity when there's that mindset and that openness of someone to know more. I love it. You know, you're kind of a pioneer in this space. I love talking to you, Linda. I'm like, it makes me think like really deeply about, hmm, wonder what could be stopping you. There, it really is the thing about what could be stopping you, what could be preventing you from really soaring. That's the way I see it. Like, you know, yeah. there's stuff that is just in you, right? But once you see it, you can't hide it no more. And I'm, right. I bet I'm a, I'm a remember that the rest of my day. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Linda, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to talk about what are the things that are on the horizon for you? What are the other things that you're doing in your business and how they uh, kind of affect people and will be able to get people engaged in that? So we'll be right back after a short break. It's hard to turn on the TV or unlock your phone and not see the bad of the world on your screen. Well, there is good out there, and you need to see it. Zondra TV Network is the breath of fresh air that you've been needing. Success stories, business ventures, and walks of faith. Visit the home of positive and inspirational programming, Zondra TV.
Welcome back, where we've been talking to Linda, who is our friend from Australia. And she has been pouring into us about, you know, what could be in your background? What could be really preventing you from moving forward? What trauma have you experienced and might be blocking you from being able to go to the next level in your journey? And so welcome back, Linda. I'm so glad that we've had this conversation. What I love about it is I don't care. It's universal. You know, what you're talking about really is universal. It doesn't make any difference if you're in Australia, if you're in London, if you're in uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, there absolutely could be trauma and different things that occur in your lineage, in your history, that actually is preventing you from moving forward. Uh, you have been um, really, really quite intriguing thus far. I, I'm wondering, what else do you do? Because I bet you do more than this. So, so tell me more about you, Linda. So the Independent Research Project is my most exciting uh, work that, I, that I'm doing at the moment. And that's what I was saying before around healing humanity through truth and exploring what it will take to have unity between white Australians and First Nations people. And it has the potential to really have global impact in any country where there's a native people and others that have come and uh, taken from them. So even if you think about, you know, as white Australians here like we we all have through these generations we have ill-gotten gain so that sits in our field we have guilt we have shame all of those things we sit with as we try and develop our business so, so you can imagine on a collective level if that's unresolved how that impacts us as a collective people yeah. so so you know that's really thing, exciting so let me tell yeah. you one thing that you said and I, I really didn't uh, hone in on that because you know I just didn't I don't know why I didn't <laughs> but you were talking about you know white you talked about white you talked about you know uh, Australians you talked about um, having that in the background you know guilt shame things that you've mm -hmm. done talk to me more about that because it, it sounds like the same thing that we experience in America we you know we, we experience the same things um, but tell me more about how that occurred um, where where you're located? Well, I got really curious around whenever I'd go to business meetings, I'd hear this like forging forward, like growing, you know, there was this never ending moving, making more. And I'm just thinking, what is that? What is that about? What is, why do we, do we not just sit and, you know, use what we have already, but this drive. So I got very curious around that. And in the exploration in one of the um, sessions for this uh um, research project it's like I have this view this picture is like of those icebreaker ships where they break through the ice and then it's clear cut in the front but at the back there's all this mess that's uh, left behind yeah. of the ice and um, anyway in the exploration it's around this this forging forward is part of um, not being able to stop and look backwards so it's like we actually don't know how to look back so that we can heal and then really move forward so this is the idea of this work really paying attention to what is behind us find the healing path it's not about blaming or judging because every part of our ancestry has done the best they can with what they have but it is about acknowledging and then in the acknowledgement finding the healing and then being able to move forward with a different view and Albert Einstein's quote of um, we can't solve our problems with the same thinking that created them is really very at the forefront of my mind and I think often when we're trying to create um and resolve issues, we tend to have that same thinking and we keep repeating the pattern. So for me, it's really coming with a 
with a mind that of not knowing, and I sit in the place of not knowing often because that's where the gold is. If I think I know something, then I block out any potential insight. So that's the exciting part for me, sitting in the not knowing and finding what comes up. And I do that in all the work that across the board. So you talked about that you're going to start, you know, working more with, you know, not one-to-one, but more corporate kind of uh, entity. Um, So I would just imagine when you are able to tease out something in the past, um, do, do people, have you found that they actually want to deal with it and change their mindset about it? Or are they more like, ah, I don't know about this. I mean, are they more hesitant? How, what is your experience? What What have you experienced? Well, people who meet the work, it tells me already that they're ready at their soul level to actually look at this. And if we talk about ancestry, that's what we're talking about, we're talking about connection through the soul, through the generations. So it's like people don't meet the work unless they're they're ready. That's what I have found. And when they're ready, they're open to the potential and the possibilities of what can be seen and what can be healed. They're actually coming looking for that and there's a real readiness around it. So, you know, there may be a lot in the corporate field that can't hear me that are not interested and that's okay. But the, the, the people who are, I would love to be connected with them and I would love to work with them and see what's possible for them. Yeah. I absolutely love it. How can people get a hold of you again? Yeah, through my website, www.lindaconyard.com. But really on LinkedIn is a great place because we can message there as well. Um, it's Linda Conyard-Healing um, Humanity Through Truth. I love it. And Healing. another area where I work with leaders is around helping them to create compassionate and empowered workplaces because in any healing process we need to be compassionate and really compassionate with ourselves. And that can be really challenging sometimes to have that compassion and understanding for ourselves and that can be part of what's being held in the system that we're we're not allowed to move forward unless um, there's some kind of acknowledgement that takes place. Like you were saying before, the scarcity, if we use that as an example, you know, you can have many opportunities, but you still end up with that $25 in your bank account or whatever it is that scarcity limit is. And it doesn't matter what work you do, you can do it from your mind as much as you like. But unless you really heal at that deep level and and potentially at that systemic level, then, you know, that's where you land at $25. You might get a million, but you come back to that $25. Absolutely. Ah, oh, this is good. So, so, so listen, the process though, right? Like everything is a process. I always say you can circumvent the process. I mean, everybody wants to be whole. I mean, you, you, or maybe I should say, we think we want to be whole until we have to put in the work to be whole. The then we're like, ah, oh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't sign up for that. But is this something that happens over time? What is the average time that you work with a client or with someone to work through some of, uh, you know, the the past and what may be preventing them from moving forward? What what is it, What does that look like? Yeah. And it's a little bit tricky because everybody's individual and I never know what I'm going to find, but it could be three months, six months, 12 months uh, in organizations, or um, I have the the three-month program for Compassion Empowered Workplaces, and then an opportunity for um, people to access me post that in a membership uh, kind of situation. So the idea is that when we do the work, because we've got this really well-worn neural pathways of how we operate and we always fall back to the way we operate. So, I mean, I don't know how many things you've been to where you think, oh, that's great, I'm going to implement that. Yeah, three weeks down the track, you're back doing what you've always done. So 
That's why yeah. I feel like this support post the training is so important to help people um, implement and make it sustainable because you might not be able to, um, because it's a new experience also, it's not really in you. But once you do it a few times and you get used to it, then it becomes part of how you operate and you start to change that neural pathway in your brain. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This sounds amazing. I want to ask you, what is next on the horizon for you? Because a woman doing all of what you're doing, uh, I know you've got something new coming down the pipe. What's going on? What's next? Well, the, I guess it's around really getting this work out the way that I want to. That's that's the the next challenging uh, challenge that I'm leaning into uh, So as a pioneering leader. And you know, my journey back home uh, program is for is replacing my one-on-one uh, client. So it's an online group program for those who want to explore and resolve their trauma in a group. Well, on, it doesn't have to be their tra- their trauma exactly, but it can be like some part of them that's stuck um, on an, on their own individual uh, level where they want to uh, make their life very different. Okay, so Linda, how can people uh, engage with you? Well, if they head to lindaconyard.com, they can uh, schedule some time into my calendar there. And I'd love to have a conversation with anybody who's interested in anything that I've said today. That's awesome. Linda, it has been an absolute pleasure. I loved our discussion, you know, about, you know, your background and your history and how things really come together, including drama too. You have really shed some light that I will always say, if it ever comes out of you, you see it, you can't hide it anymore. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you all for watching another episode of Real Biz Talk with Sandra, where I showcase small business to grow globally. Until we meet again, as I always say, continue to be the best you. Peace. Watch this and so much more on Sandra TV. Download the app on Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and Roku, or visit ZondraTV.com.